It was a beautiful day, and so a man decided to lie down on the ground and look up at the sky and talk with God. God, the man said, how long is 10,000 years to you? God replied, to me, 10,000 years are but a minute. God, the man asked again, how much money is a million dollars to you? God replied, to me, a million dollars is but a penny. God, the man finally asked, can I have a penny? God replied, in a minute. (laughs) Appearances can be deceiving. What to us looks like an ordinary human child lying in a manger is actually God himself. If we see with the eyes of faith, if we see with supernatural vision, if we see how God sees. How do we more readily enter into this mystery and understand the wonder before us? How do we see the mystery beneath what looks like an ordinary human birth? We hear in the gospel that the shepherds are told by the angels that today, in the city of David, a Savior has been born for you, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find an infant wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. What is the meaning of this sign that led the shepherds to believe that this tiny child was actually God himself? There was a man named Wilson Bentley. He was born in 1865 and loved nature. When his mom gave him an old microscope, he looked at snowflakes in sub-zero weather, not unlike today and was astounded at the beauty and complexity he saw. No two snowflakes were exactly the same. He desired to capture the beauty so that he could share it with others, but he never had enough time to capture them with a drawing or an image before they melted. At age 15, he begged his parents to buy him a brand new technology as a Christmas gift, a microscope combined with a Bosch Bellows camera. His father was hesitant. It cost as much as his entire herd of cattle. His mom interceded on his behalf, knowing his desire to share what he saw. His parents made the necessary sacrifices, and they gave him the gift. After four years, Wilson finally modified the equipment and took the first successful photograph of a snowflake. Over the course of his life, he photographed over 5,000 crystals. Even though he invested three times as much money as he ever made from his photographs, he remarked that, I am a poor man, except in the satisfaction that I get out of my work. In that respect, I am one of the richest men in the world. He went on to say, Under the microscope, I found that snowflakes were miracles of beauty. Every crystal was a masterpiece of design and no one design was ever repeated. When a snowflake melted, the design was lost forever. Just that much beauty was gone, without leaving any record behind. Wilson Bentley saw with wonder the ordinary things in the world. In that sense, he saw the way God sees. If God took so much care that no two snowflakes are exactly alike, Imagine how much care God takes in creating us with such unique and special gifts. Our lives are mere breaths for God, mere minutes, much like the snowflake. 
Our lives appear and disappear so quickly compared to God's eternity. Yet each of us is called to glorify God in a way that no other human being can. To neglect our special calling would be to lose that miracle of beauty and design that can never be repeated. One of the special tasks given to us, to you and to me, is to not try to be someone else or something that we are not, but to discover our own unique beauty and task entrusted to us by God. God wants to do far more than preserve our unique beauty and complexity for just a mere breath. He wants us to be able to show forth his glory in a unique way that only we can for all eternity. What then is the meaning of the sign, an infant wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger, that led the shepherds to believe that this tiny child was actually God himself? It's a sign for us that shepherds are the first to adore. David was a shepherd born in Bethlehem who became king of Israel, and Jesus, born in Bethlehem, is a shepherd of all humanity and the king of the universe. It is a sign for us that he was born in a manger in Bethlehem, which in Hebrew means house of bread, a manger, a feeding trough for animals, that in some mysterious way we are called to feed on the divine meal in the Eucharist, the bread of life, through which God bestows on us eternal life and divine nature. The wood of the manger and the swaddling clothes foreshadow the wood of the cross and the burial garments of Jesus. But what was the sign to the shepherds? The answer given by many theologians, including Pope Benedict XVI Emeritus, is it's an identifying sign, a mere description of what they would see. God's poverty is his real sign. For the shepherds who had seen God's glory shining in their fields... This is sign enough. They see inwardly. They see that the angel's words are true. They see with the eyes of faith, with supernatural vision. They see the way God sees. Mary conceived by the Holy Spirit and believed what the angel Gabriel proclaimed to her to be true. She never asked for a sign unlike Zechariah, who asked for a sign that his wife would conceive in her old age, and he was stricken mute. Jesus will later teach, a wicked generation asks for a sign, but no sign shall be given it, except for the very words of Jesus himself. The shepherds did not need a sign. They believed what the angels said, and saw the child, and believed. To see as Mary and the shepherds see is to see as God sees. When we receive the Eucharist, to see in it the same God who created the entire universe and who appeared as an infant those 2,000 years ago, to see the dignity and beauty in each human person, including ourselves, that God desires to immortalize so we can glorify God in our own unique and unrepeatable way. Out of love for us, God desired to become poor and enter into each of our lives, 
into the most ordinary circumstances. But for those who see with the eyes of faith in the seemingly ordinary, we see God himself. 